Thank you. 
You're listening to The Voice of the Arts, WQED-FM. I'm Jim Cunningham. I'm here with four members of the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra bass section and Tanya Grubbs, special soloist who's performed live in our studio. Music by Jimi Hendrix, arranged by Peter Guile, Little Wing, correct? That's it. All right. It sounded wonderful. Congratulations. Are we going to hear it at the Bay Symposium? Your calendar should be marked for Sunday, March 5, the 2023 Pittsburgh Double Bay Symposium at Carnegie Mellon University, which has been going for a number of years now. But every year you invite important bass personalities from around the globe to participate. And this year you have someone from Chicago, someone from Buffalo, other special participants. Who's going to begin in telling us about the... We should begin at the beginning, assume nothing, that no one knows anything about the Bass Symposium. Micah, how about with you? We'll get okay. started. Well, we've been doing the Double Bass Symposium here in Pittsburgh since 2008. Um, it's been at Carnegie Mellon for the last several years. If you want to learn about the Double Bass Symposium, you can go to um, PittsburghDoubleBassSymposium.com. There are videos of all the performances and masterclasses since 2019 there for you to, to watch so you get a sense of what the symposium's like. Um, and we always invite uh, great performers and uh, clinicians from around uh, the country. And uh, this year, as you said, um, we have uh, the principal bass from the Chicago Symphony Orchestra giving a master class. We have the bass professor from the University of Texas, Austin, giving a master class. The associate principal bass of um, the Buffalo Philharmonic is giving a performance. And by the way, there are um, Pittsburgh connections with a lot of these um, clinicians' performance. For instance, Alex Hanna, who's the principal bass in Chicago, won a substitute position with us when he was 19 years old. So all of us have had a chance to play with um, Alex over the years, a fantastic player. Um, Brett Shirtliff, the associate principal bass in Buffalo, actually did his master's degree here at Duquesne. He studied with our former principal bass, Jeff Turner. Um, and uh, let's see, who else do we have coming in? We have Volkan Oran from the University of Iowa. He's giving a, um, a recital. Uh, Jeff Mangone, the principal bass of the Pittsburgh Opera Orchestra here, is giving a class on uh, opera and ballet excerpts. Am I missing anybody? Let's see. Um, then there's the Pittsburgh Symphony Double Bass section. We always give a recital. This year, our recital's at 11 a.m. Um, we each do solo performances and ensembles. Peter wrote a, a fantastic arrangement of uh, Jimi Hendrix's um, Little Wing that we're going to be performing, and I think you're going to hear after this interview. Um, so it's always a lot of fun. I always learn so much and enjoy the performances at these symposiums. So please come in and check it out. And some events are streamed, correct? The whole thing is going to be streamed, and it's all free and open to the public. We do ask that you register if you can in advance. You can do that if you go to the website that I mentioned earlier, PittsburghDoubleBassSymposium.com. And did you say what concert halls you'll be using? Yeah, we'll be in Kresge Theater at, um, at uh, Carnegie Mellon in the College of Fine Arts building. And also across the way in Alumni Concert Hall, there will be um, actually exhibitors, bass exhibitors, um, with uh, their products and, and different things there, too, so that you can peruse in between the different uh, performances and clinics. I believe that parking is free at Carnegie Mellon on Sunday afternoon, so what's to lose? That this is, is correct. everything to gain. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, friends, 
Please, more on this event. Why should people come? Assume nothing. Uh, you've been there in the past. What is the atmosphere like? Uh, you have uh, so many reasons have just been given by Micah. Some of the best bass players in the world are coming. But uh, I'd like to hear your impressions of why people should join you. Well, if you love classical music and you come to the Pittsburgh Symphony, you often will see the members of the section of the bass section uh, playing, um, but you might not be aware of the music that they're making all the time because it's 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 fairly low and it's um, fairly uh, unmelodic and um, I think it's a great chance for you if you if you love the Pittsburgh Symphony to hear some of these uh, fantastic musicians play solos um, and uh, play the melody for once. Rarely on melodic, really. Now you're being too hard on yourself. There's <laughs> lots of melody. Oh my goodness! And uh, Little Wing is no exception. Tanya, tell us about uh, Peter's arrangement and, and what he did for the singer. Well, Peter's arrangements are always really clever, and he thinks in multiple bases, um, and he covers all the bases. If you know what I mean, he uh, he makes it very. Um, accessible as a vocalist to be able to just sort of soar above these incredible glorious instruments and the sound that they produce and uh, and he also gives the opportunity for the listener to see the bass ability of what a bass can do um, in my past experience as well as this song uh, arrangement that he put together is that people listen to this stuff thinking you know I, I never knew the bass could do that so it's kind of cool to have a whole band of basses to back you up have you done Little Wing before? No, I've done other tunes. Stairway to Heaven was one, and uh, we uh, I think we did White Rabbit one year. We just he he finds these great tunes and makes something incredible, incredibly unique with them for us as a col a collaborative. You know, it's really cool. Peter, have you published them? No, these are unpublished arrangements. So there's a reason right there where you have to come and hear us live on Sunday, the March 5th. Um, so uh, writing for um, Tanya is pretty easy because she um, is such a great singer and is also fun to work with. So her part just ta uh, takes care of itself. Um, writing for these great bass players that I'm lucky to work with um, is, is also easy because they can play everything. And so the challenge that I have is to put everything together um, and be meticulous about it because they don't need to rehearse much. Um, so once it comes together, it's maybe two rehearsals and we're ready to go. Um, as far as Jimi Hendrix Little Wing, my dad had the album Axis Bold as Love on vinyl and so we had all kinds of music in the house. Um, and I heard the tune again on the radio, and I just thought, that's beautiful. So I think we can play that. Well, the Kronos Quartet has done some uh, Jimi Hendrix. So it won't be the first time that Hendrix has been heard on QED 89.3, but it is something of a special item for us in, in, in between the Brahms and the Beethoven. Well, I, I don't think they had any basses, though, and I don't think they did Little Wings, so this is going to be new. Really new. And if you come to the get-together, you might just talk you into a, a Xerox copy, or uh, is it possible to apply pressure and get the part if I want to learn it? Anyone with a phone can take a photo of our uh, music pages, no problem. I see. Very good. <laughs> oh, all right. And Tanya, 
I want you and Jeff to tell me what you're up to. Well, let's start with Jeffrey. We've already heard from, from Tanya. What else is new? Are you doing any uh, base work in the clubs here with Conalma or any of the spots you're routinely heard in? Well, actually, uh, this afternoon I'm playing um, at the Pittsburgh Jazz Live, one of, the, one of their series, which happens at Liberty Magic, you know, which is a, basically a, um, a small venue that magic shows are put on. Uh, where magic shows are put on, and um, it's actually being used by uh, by the Cultural Trust Jazz Live series because the backstage bar where that normally happens is being remodeled at this time. So, uh, and it's actually a really, really great venue with really nice, you know, it's a small theater with really nice acoustics. I'm playing there uh, this afternoon, uh, five to seven, with uh, with Jason Cush Quartet. Jason Cush is a saxophonist who's the um, saxophone professor at uh, Slippery Rock University, and and uh, and um, yeah, it's a it's a really great group. Oh, I should mention that um, it's basically a CD release uh, celebration uh, gig, where you know he's sort of sort of introducing a, a new CD that has just been released. And which I record, which I was a part of the recording. So wonderful. Um, yeah. Will it be, be on uh, Amazon or can I download it from Spotify? Yeah, or? I think I think soon all of it's going to be on all of the streaming platforms. Beautiful. Yep. I, I'll look forward to hearing it and spreading the word about that. And you have a regular gig somewhere, don't you? Where where can I go hear you and Tanya? Uh, oh, um, well. Now and then. Now and then, you know, we 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 do uh, perform at. Both of the Conalma clubs. There's one on Ellsworth Avenue in Shadyside, and then there's one on uh, Penn Avenue that's directly right. across the street from Heinz Hall. That's great. Okay, yeah. Tanya, what else is on your calendar? What have you got happening? Well, I just came off two concerts in Ohio, um, which was kind of exciting and fun. I got to work with some of my old college buddies. Uh, uh, one was a big band concert with a 21-piece band, and the other was a chain. Uh, concert band concert so I got to sing with a lot of brass and that was a lot of fun and there was only one bass playing so that confused me very much um, but I just came off of those concerts and that was a lot of preparation and uh, um, we have a live stream tomorrow night coming out of LA that we're doing um, and it's for the Innocence Project to help raise money uh, for uh, people that have been convicted um, you know uh, wrongfully and so this uh, live stream helps to raise awareness um, and Jeff and I are also going to perform a piece or two, I think, um, at the symposium with uh, guitarist Eric Susoff. Um, and Jeff and I are also uh, working on another album um, and piecing some things together that we did live as well as some things uh, uh, that we're exploring. And we just we keep shedding, shedding with the grubs. I look forward to the new record, that's for sure. The last one was very successful. I heard it on Sirius XM several times. That's neat to think you were up there on the satellite and heard Across the 3,000 miles of the USA? Yeah, it was crazy. And, it, and I guess I, we still get pings from people saying, hey, I heard you on the radio. And, you know, it, it was, to me, it was just such a beautiful way to kind of put stuff out there and just have an acceptance as it was. And, 
and, and, the, and the fact that once it's out there, it's out there forever. And so I've met a lot of people online who have reached out to us and said how much they enjoyed it and how much it sparked a, you know, a, a, an opportunity for them to purchase the product and or the album, not product, but the album. And it was a labor of love, um, and it was done with everybody on the album was pretty excited to see where it went. Like it, it just had it had its own wings. Congratulations. It takes Pittsburgh in flight. And is there a, a jazz element to the bass symposium? Well, other than the performance of uh, Jeff and Tanya and Eric, no. It's, it's primarily a, a classical performance and, of course, the Hendrix, uh, the Hendrix arrangement. But uh, I just thought I might mention some of the other things that are going to be performed on the, um, the Pittsburgh double bass um, uh, recital. Uh, Aaron White's going to play Reverie um, by Giovanni Bottasini with our PSO pianist, R Rodrigo O'Hara. Peter's actually playing a, a piece, a solo piece that he wrote called Variations on a Sketch by Penderecki. Back in the bass room years ago, Peter asked Penderecki to sign on the wall and he jotted down a little some some notes and Peter wrote a whole piece based on the notes that Penderecki jotted down in our bass room and we've had Mason Bates has signed back there and John Williams has signed back there and Sting has signed back there so we have a bunch of a bunch of composers and bass players that have signed on the wall but anyway it's a great piece that Peter wrote John is playing um, Sonata Number no. One in G Major by Bach with uh, a harpsichordist jo Justin Wallace. Um, uh, Brandon McLean is playing Cadenza by Tepahata Ajo. I'm playing Elegy and Tarantella by um, Bottasini uh, with Ro Rodrigo Ojeda, and then the pieces that we already mentioned. So that's the whole recital. Um, if people come and check it out, so you'll get a mix of classical and some modern works, some um, older works starting way back with Bach, so it's a nice mix. My sense is that it's nice and relaxed, too. Yeah. None of you yeah. are too tightly wrapped as I, as I watch you work together <laughs> in here. It seems like you enjoy each other's mm -hmm. company, and the playing is at the very highest level. So you can come and hear part and, and leave or watch That's some right. on Zoom and or watch some on, on uh, line and, and also uh, uh, participate in person. Right. So great. Congratulations. I guess that's why it's been going a while. You've had right. success every year. Yeah. Now, can you tell me just a little bit about your out-of-town colleagues from Chicago and Buffalo? Sure. A little bit more um, about them. Yeah. So Alex Hanna, he has been principal bass in Chicago, I think, since maybe it's been 10 years now. Uh, he was principal bass in Minnesota before that, principal bass in Detroit before that. And as I mentioned, he was a sub with us from the age of 19. He studied at Curtis. He's a he's just a fantastic player, a great guy. Um, he has actually performed at the symposiums in the past, and he's done classes over the years at the symposium. Brett Shirtliff, who is the associate principal in Buffalo, he's going to be doing a performance. Uh, it's a solo performance with no accompaniment. Let me look this up real quick. I think a lot of his material is um, original material. But, uh, yeah, uh, much of it is his own original material. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. He's a fantastic player, a fantastic soloist. I've always admired his playing. So that's those two. And then also Volkan Oren, a fantastic uh, soloist from, um, uh, from Iowa. And you don't want to miss that one either. Uh, he's got a great program there too. And Jeff Mangone's classes are always a, a lot of fun. So his is at 9.30 a.m. The doors open at 9 a.m. First class is at 9.30 a.m. And then we just keep going all day until the last performance is over, probably around 10 o'clock. So night. great. 
All right. That sounds like it's going to be wonderful. John, anything else you want to add here? We haven't uh, given you the difficult uh, questions yet. We haven't uh, really hit you hard with the, the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the impossible-to-answer questions I should be asking. Okay, well, fire away. <laughs> <laughs> what else should people know? Tanya told me uh, as we were setting up that uh, she didn't realize that uh, the base had such an amazing uh, capability. Was it you, Tanya? It was, it was the audience when we did our base chamber concert with uh, Chamber Music Pittsburgh. There you go. So uh, yeah, well, I think there's it, a surprise for the audience here. I think it's a surprise because, you know, when we're... Peter one time said a a a hundred thousand dollar bass can be obliterated by a twenty cent kazoo. <laughs> the, the, the sound is mellow, and when when we play together, you can hear the complexity and you can hear um, different voices and different characters of the instrument that you can't hear when we're playing with other instruments. And that's what that's what I really like about bass ensembles is that we really play. Uh, sort of we have an equal voice with the other voices that we're playing with um, in these small chamber settings. Um, and I think that that's interesting for the audience, too, um, because it's it's sort of a revelation that they, they've never really heard those characters and sounds come out of the instrument before. Any other section news that folks might be interested in? You have a new chief, don't you? Is he yes. coming to your symposium? He, he's going to attend, but I don't think he's going to participate. Uh -huh. uh, Right. Nicholas Myers is our new principal. Seems like a good guy. I've talked to him uh, once or twice. He's and, fantastic. Uh, th yeah. th there's uh, harmonious uh, happiness in the bass section. you have any openings right now? Uh, well, we, we have one opening, but they haven't advertised the, the, an opening yet for it. Yeah, but we're still down one bass in the, in the section. But, yeah. It's coming. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the fullness. Yeah. All right. The completion. Beautiful. Peter, you and Christina helped out during the dark years of our pandemic mm -hmm. and you recorded some center stage music for us it was amazing absolutely wonderful what was it you did beethoven uh, and something else i think and we we beethoven, talked about uh, we talked about peter's uh, interest in uh, man-eating uh, plants if i recall yeah, correctly right. in the interview they're they're dormant now but they're starting to wake up so. <laughs> now being a, a member of the bass section of the pittsburgh symphony is cool enough but we just played Jimi Hendrix here in the studio with the great Tanya Grubbs singing, and also in the same building that uh, Mr. Rogers was filmed. And I'm thinking, how cool is that? So if you like any of that, please support it. Excellent. Do we have it? I think it's a wrap. I love it. <laughs> Congratulations, one and all. Thank you, John Moore, you got us together, Micah Howard, Jeffrey Grubbs, Peter Guile, Tonya Grubbs, thank you one and all for coming by. Good luck with the base symposium. Don't be a stranger, okay? Please okay. come back soon.